The Bethany Buzz, a podcast from The Bethany Group, connecting clients, residents, families, and communities. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm so happy to have you here with us. Hello, and welcome to our episode three of The Bethany Buzz. Today is an extremely special episode uh, because today it's our first resident interview. And today I have with me a gentleman by the name of Bob Woods. And Bob, you had a pretty special birthday last month, didn't you? Yes, I did. And can you tell me how old you turned last month? (laughs) Well, I don't remember, but it's coming up. It was 100 years. Wow. You turned 100 years old? So when is your birth date? October 15, 1921. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm so honored and excited to have you here with me. Thank you for giving us some of your time. So we're going to interview Bob and learn uh, all about him. And we're really lucky to get to do that, Bob. What is your full name? Robert John Woods. And did you have nicknames growing up? I suppose when I was little, I was Bobby. Aww. But that wore off after a while. I, the only uh, name I'm familiar with is Bob. And where were you born, Bob? Born in southeastern Alberta. Uh, my dad's homestead. It was a little town called Sybil. Okay. And it was about... Uh, it was on... Uh, Line from Calgary to Saskatoon, and about six miles from the Saskatchewan border. And that's in that farmhouse is where I was born. Right in the farmhouse. Oh yeah. Did you uh, live there like your whole childhood? Is that where you grew up? I was there until I was in my early teens, and then we relocated to Camrose area. Okay. What were you like as a kid? I don't remember. Do you remember what you like to eat? Oh, yeah. Uh, corn on the cob. That's one of my favorites, too. What were your favorite activities? I played quite a lot of softball, but only on school teams. Okay. Do you remember what position you like to play? I... I... appreciate it. I was a catcher. Wow, that's a, that's a hard position. Very cool. What was your first job? <laughs> Working on the, doing chores on the farm, I guess. Yeah, how old were you when you started doing those? Anyway, I suppose 11 or 12. And what was your favorite farm job? <laughs> I don't think I had one. <laughs> what was your least favorite thing you liked to do on the farm? Checking out the, checking out the hen house. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so what about your career? You were a farmer your whole life, that's right? Yes. And what did you love the most about your farm? Well, I didn't spend much time on, actually on the farm at that place because I didn't, uh, didn't work into the farm work until I until we relocated to Camrose area okay so uh, I didn't really have uh, any special jobs on the farm except 
one of the main jobs that, well, not I'm not alone, but with the other family members was cleaning out the hen house, uh, relocating and putting new fresh litter in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Whereabouts was your farm located, the one that you worked or lived on it as was, an adult? It was uh, about five or six miles from the east side of Camrose, south. Do you remember how many acres you had? Yeah, there were 640. Holy. That's a small small farm by now. So you were busy, hey? Oh, yeah. So can you tell me about uh, your wife and your wedding? When were you married? We were married on the 27th of July in 1947. And what was your wife's name? Laura Berg. Can you tell me about your actual wedding? Do you remember it? Well, it was a very quiet wedding, just family members. Yeah, did you do it on your farm? No, we did it in the in the church, in the United Church in Camrose. In Camrose? That sounds lovely. And how many kids did you do you have? Three. And how many grandkids? We had uh, nine. And uh, how about great-grandkids? Oh, I think there's 14 or 15. <laughs> ah, so what was your family car when you were on the farm? What was my family your family car or truck or what did you drive? Oh. I started driving on a 1928 Pontiac. My dad purchased in new in that year, 1928. And we had different ones since then. Mm-hmm. Actually, we kept, for quite a little while, we kept we traded about every five years for cars. Okay. Interesting. What was your favorite holiday or vacation you took with your family? Well, I suppose they were family picnics. Aww. But we never went very far for, uh, for, uh, Family outings. Not about where you are, but who you're with. Okay. Let's talk about your, kind of your life now. So what's your favorite thing? What do you look forward to most in a day? <laughs> Not a bit, I suppose. Yeah. What about, do you, do you like to read, Bob? I do, but I, I read a lot in my younger days. But I kind of got away from it now because of... Television and so forth. <laughs> Me too. So I don't read as much as I should anymore. Do you remember what your favorite book was to read? Is there any that come to mind? One of the books I read was called The Great Impersonator. Personal. The Great Impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a. Written by. I can't think of that one. That's okay. But uh, it was kind of a, well, the whole thing, the whole thing uh, wound up at the end. 
when this uh, this fellow was impersonating him with his first his identification, his okay. real identification. Interesting. Can you tell me, Bob, what is still on your bucket list? I haven't got one anymore to date. Well, I heard a little birdie told me that you really wanted to be in a barbershop quartet, but you were only in a chorus. Is that right? That's right. So we need to find three more then, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. But that never happened. Yeah. Can you tell me about the barbershop chorus? Well, you know about uh, barbershop harmony? Not too much. Well, that's what it was, the chorus. And... Uh, and uh, uh, they were looking for new members. At uh, they had an open house, kind of a, kind of a. Well, it was a practice, I guess. A little bit of a tryout. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of, but sort of, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it through your church, or were they? It was just an open. Just, just, just open, yeah. A anybody. Mm -hmm. had an anchoring to sing I, they were quite welcome Aww. how many years would you say you were a part of that 14 or 15 years I guess good for you Bob I'd love to hear you sing one day <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not that's fair well you know besides that chorus I sang in the church choir and I sang in what they called the uh, uh, seniors choir. You love to sing, obviously, right? Yes, I enjoy singing, yeah. And what's your favorite thing to sing? What kind of music do you like to sing? I suppose you might say crooning, crooning. Okay. Or, uh, well, I like, I like harp. Four-part harmony. And now I really need to hear you sing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't mind me singing, so I don't sing as well as I used to. My voice is kind of cracking up. Comes with the territory of turning 100, I guess. <laughs> Doesn't help me. <laughs> so speaking of, what would you say is the most rewarding thing about growing older? I don't know if there's one. It's a wording thing. You don't feel any wiser? Not really. <laughs> That's okay. There doesn't have to be one. What about all those babies? Pardon? All those babies that keep coming and loving you. Oh. Is it the grandkids and the great-grandkids? I guess, I guess you could say so, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's right. Now, here's an interesting question for you, Bob. If you could go back to any age, from zero to 100, which one would you pick and why? I'd probably pick my teens. They were some of the most rewarding times because I was graduating from school. And, uh, Trying to figure out what I wanted to do for my life's work. Mm -hmm. But family, my mother and dad pretty well had that figured out for me. Because I was always, well, that's about all the thing I wanted to do, really. Mm -hmm. 
How old were you when you met Laura? About 23. Did you know right away you wanted to marry her? Not really. No, it took some time? Yeah, it took some time, but... What, uh... What kind of sense it was put me on that kind of a track. We went to... It was the end of the war in Europe. Right. And they had uh, music and dancing in the streets in Camrose. Yeah. And I took her there, and that was, I don't know, for both of us, I guess it was kind of the, what would you say, undoing? <laughs> that was when you knew? <laughs> I think that was when we knew, yeah. That's, you know, such a different picture to imagine. It's such a different time. And, you know, it's the same streets in the same town, but... That's, that's very cool. Thanks for sharing that too, Bob. Okay. What would you say is the coolest or the best thing you've seen in your lifetime? Do you remember, you know, your first movie or? Uh, first movie? Not the first movie, but the first talkie. There's quite a story there if you want to hear it. I, lo I would love to. Anyway, there was a bit of a hailstorm went through about a week before uh, this story started. <clears throat> there was a, my dad had hail insurance and there was this little storm went through and he, he was with the adjusters this one day mm -hmm. and we had planned to go to the fair in Orion on that day that the adjusters came. Okay. And uh, so they decided they couldn't go to that fair, but there was a movie at night. And they said, well, we'll go to the movie. And uh, it was a beautiful night. I'm getting too far ahead of myself. <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. Anyway, that was the first first movie and the first talkie, yeah. I say. It was a Mickey Mouse show. <laughs> and it was, uh, and I always remember that one, all right. So you missed out on the fair, but you got to see a movie. Well, we did. Yeah, that seems like a, that seems like a good trade. <laughs> yeah. If we'd have gone to the fair, we might not have gone to the movie. Yeah. Exactly. Can't yeah. do everything. What was the best decade? What was your favorite one? My age. What did you say? The best decade. So oh, decade. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. 40s and 50s. Can you tell me a little bit about what, what life was like in the 40s and 50s? What did, you know, a typical day look like for oh. you? Or what kind of things did you like to do? Well, it was in the 40s and 50s that I started really working on the farm because I, I graduated from high school in 1940. Right. And uh, from then on, I was working with my dad on the farm. Was he a good boss? Pardon? Was he a good boss? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got along all right, fine. And, uh, but he... Uh, 
he took the most managing part, I guess, as long as we were. And uh, as things went along, things went pretty well. And uh, he uh, arranged for a partnership with my dad and me. Okay. Yeah. For you to take over the farm? That was what they were grooming me for. Oh, yes. I didn't really realize it at the time, but I realize it now what was going on. <laughs> see, that's one of the benefits of getting older. You can see it all a little more clearly when you look backwards. Oh, yes, or much more clearly. Yeah. So, who in your life influenced you the most? I suppose my parents. They gave you your career. Yes, they did. I bet Laura influenced you a great deal too, hey? Oh, yes. And um, if you could go back, what advice would you give to your younger self? Myself? Yeah. I see what what you mean. Yeah. If you could talk to yourself in those 30s and 40s and 50s, what would you say, knowing everything that you know now? That's not much. (laughs) Oh, sure it is. Well, live a clean life. Stay away from drugs and stuff. And my mother used to pound me with smoking. She wasn't, but my dad smoked for uh, most of the years that I knew him, but Mm -hmm. he never said one word to me about smoking, but my mother did. Mm -hmm. So your mom was right? Oh yes, yeah. (laughs) Mothers are always right. Definitely. And then, so is that the same advice? What advice would you give to a young person now? If you, I mean, you've got the mic, what's your biggest advice or lesson to give? Well, Pick out a job that you think you like and stuck to it if you could. Unless somewhere along the line you didn't like it, don't be afraid to change, you know? Yeah? Yeah. Now, here's the million dollar question, and it's also our last question, so you might be happy to know that too. Um, What is the secret to such a long and healthy life? Well, I don't know what must be on the good Lord's hands, I guess. We could always, what's your favorite food? We could just say that's a secret. My favorite what? <laughs> your favorite food. Oh, corn on the cob, I guess. And uh, anything but chocolate in it. Okay, well, I learned a lot from you, Bob. I can't thank you uh, enough for sharing with me and agreeing to be on our, our podcast. Any last things you'd like to say? When it comes to my singing, I used to listen to the Bing Crosby, who was one of my favorite singers. And my kids, my girls, three girls, used to laugh at me about that. Aw. Well, I know that it was more, more or less in fun, you know. But yeah. 
they didn't, they didn't laugh at me for my picking the, song, the type of singing that I did. Well, we like what we like. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, where are we go? I got sidetracked. What were we doing? I was just asking you if there's anything else you'd like oh. to say before we wrap up. Oh, I see. Well, the only thing I say is I don't know how I got this far in life. But I've enjoyed most of it all the way through. And uh, there's no reason why anybody else can, too, as far as that goes. I had, you might say, a satisfying life. Because I was doing what I wanted to do, I think. You had a great woman by your side, and then three more. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Besides that, I grew up with three sisters. So you were already prepared. <laughs> I, I don't know if I was or not. Other than that, I don't know. Okay, thank you very much, Bob. Not at all. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Bethany Buzz. Before you go, please give us a like on our Facebook page, The Bethany Group, and give us a follow on our brand new Instagram account, at The Bethany Group underscore. Until next time, 